Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bridging Impact Podcast edition of Coach's Corner, where I, Coach Ricardo, I share what I am learning from the week. And before we dive into this edition of Coach's Corner, I want to shout out our winner. We got to 100 YouTube subscribers, so thank you if you've gone and subscribed on the YouTube. We've been growing, and I appreciate y'all. The winner of the free Bridging Impact shirt giveaway is, drumroll please, the boy Jordan Chase got. So Jordan Treat, I will be reaching out to you soon, getting you that free merch. Stay tuned because we're going to be doing a lot of free merch giveaways while we grow the Bridging Impact brand. we got a fun challenge coming up for the holidays as well, so stay tuned for that. But hey, let's dive into the meat of this episode, which we're going to talk about the mental game, the mental side of things. And there's a quote that I'm sure you've heard before is if you believe you can, you're halfway there. And also the song from the line that goes, or the line from the song that goes, the power of a mind is not a joke. And the other day, other weekend, I actually had the privilege of working a shooting, shooting clinic at PGC basketball. And so the director at the time, he asked a question to the audience, the coaches, all of us. He asked, what percentage of shooting in basketball do you feel like it's mental? And like he was like 10%, 20%, you know, kept asking us to keep our hands up. And a majority of us raised our hand for 50% or more. And, you know, it, a lot of times we do think that. But how often do we train the mental side of our game? Do we train it 50% of the time? No, I'd argue probably about 5 to 10% of the time. And for, for many of you listening, you may be youth, youth sports coaches, and I do think the mental game takes, like, each level is, is the mental level takes, you know, especially once everyone knows tactics and is similar skill and athleticism, that's when the mental side of uh, the game really comes into play. So earlier on, you know, if you're working with 6- to 9-year-olds, you know, it may not be the most important aspect of the game, but you can start introducing different ideas that, that will help them, you know, mentally perform better. But getting back on track, I had a – I was working with actually a younger athlete. She's in seventh grade the other day and you know we've been working on tuesdays and on tuesdays apparently you know the pe is pretty rigorous they run a lot and so you know when you run a lot and a lot of your strength comes from especially when you're uh, a little bit younger and haven't hit puberty yet a lot of your strength obviously it comes from your legs and so when your legs are tired you don't have the same push and so she kept telling me she's like uh i i can sh- i'll shoot better on thursdays once we start doing in, in training on thursdays and so you know i started to talk to her like Hey, if you if that's what you believe, that's going to be true, right? You're not going to be able to shoot on Tuesdays if you can't if you think like that. And so, because if you if you believe you can't shoot on Tuesdays, you're you're not going to be able to shoot on Tuesdays. So, I want to talk about three different, you know, ways that we can start and begin to you know shift our mindset to practicing in the mental game because, you know, it's it's tough. It's really tough uh, to adopt and and fight our mindset there's a study done by the national science foundation that finds that found that 80 percent of our thoughts not only are negative but they also are repetitive so if 80 80 percent of our thoughts are negative and repetitive we're gonna have to we're fighting against our own our own computer within our own selves right and so that's that's where a lot of the mental game kind of comes in and works to 
you know, acknowledge that and not necessarily diminish it, but just really like recognize that that that's what is oftentimes going up in inside of our heads. So with that being said, I'm going to go through, you know, three different, you know, kind of tips, thoughts and, and activity to do for each of them. So the first, you know, kind of number one tip is just watching your thoughts. And instead of like believing that all of your thoughts are true, watching them like clouds going through your mind or, or bubbles and you can just pop them because that's something that I've been trying to do. And for the longest time I took my thoughts so seriously. And I think that ends up, you know, and whether they're, they're positive or negative, you know, sometimes you can, you know, get, get yourself out of the moment and start believing what your mind is always telling you. But the first step is really just to watch it and see what, what thoughts and start to notice some of the patterns. Oh, do, am I thinking that on Tuesdays I can't shoot? Right. Or am, am I thinking on Thursdays? Oh, I'm going to be a great shooter and just recognizing that and then seeing, Oh, I actually end up being a really good shooters on Thursday, but that's because I'm believing that I can be a great shooter on Thursday and a great activity you can do with this is meditating. Um, that's something that's been really helpful for me. And it, it's, it may look different for everyone. Meditating isn't for everyone, right? You know, sometimes it's a little boring to sit down, but for me, you know, I've, just I've noticed a big difference. I got kind of I, I got back into it since I moved here to the West Side and been trying to meditate, you know, like three to five times a week, depending on the week. And just like watch my breath essentially for 10 minutes at a time. It strengthens concentration, um, but it also like gives you an opportunity to, you know, observe your mind instead of like being like fully committed to the mind and, and the thoughts. It's it's just like, okay, I'm just watching these thoughts come and go. So that's been really helpful for me. The number two uh, tip I have is, is just asking yourself, are these thoughts true? Number one, and are these thoughts helpful? There's not a lot of like very like defined truths, right? Like saying I can't shoot on Tuesday, that's not a truth. That's, that's an opinion, right? Like and saying I can't shoot after I run run X amount of miles, that's that's not a truth, right? That's that's an opinion. You know, there's no scientific data that says, oh, it, it may be more challenging to shoot because you have to use more muscle and but oftentimes the the mind gives up before the body. So asking yourself, are these thoughts true? Are these thoughts helpful? Because like I said earlier, you know, like eighty percent of our thoughts are are designed to be negative and repetitive. So if they're constantly negative and repetitive, then we need to ask them ourselves, are these true? And a, and a good exercise for this is journaling. Um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, for like 20 minutes, you can ask yourself five minutes, you just, you just pop out, you know, a little, little journal like this or something and ask yourself, you know, what, what thoughts have been repetitive throughout the day? And, you know, it's, let's say, let's stick with the shooting, you know, example let's say it's tuesday i keep telling myself i can't shoot on tuesdays okay is this true number one and, and then number two is this not helpful i mean oftentimes it's not helpful so we want to make sure that we're developing habits inside of our inside of our mind that are helpful for us as athletes and that's one of our responsibilities as parents as coaches is to help our athletes um become you know help themselves like with their self-talk. And so it, it, I also b believe it begins with us. Like we have to start believing that ourselves and, and, and practicing that and implementing that and, and then passing that over and sharing our own personal experience. Right. So yesterday I was working with a different athlete and, you know, she was missing a couple shots in a row and she started slumping her body language. And I was just like, Hey, 
you know, like the next shot is going in. You have to like really believe that. And I just went and I, I gave her an example. I was just like, I, I missed like four or five shots in a row, but I kept like the same body language like I had made, made four in a row. So that's just, that, that's so powerful. It's just asking whether it's true or helpful and then journaling it down and, and making sure that you're kind of building a habit of asking yourself whether it's really true or helpful. And then the last one is, how can you tell yourself a new story? And so I'm going to give an example of a, one of the greatest shooters of all time. And no, it's not Steph Curry, but it's his buddy, Clay Thompson. And for those of you that are like super basketball fans or sports fans, you maybe have heard of this of like Game 6 Clay. And Game 6 Clay truly believes that he is going to ball out on Game 6. And it may have been, I don't know quite the origin story. Maybe he went off on one Game 6 and then he just started to believe it. But he really believes every Game 6 that he is going to ball out. And, you know, Draymond Green, I know there's a lot of stuff in the media about him right now. But he, he kind of talked about it on his podcast a few months ago after they had beat the the Mavericks, I believe, in Game 6. Actually, it might have been the series before, but I could be wrong. You know, that, that Clay really believes that he's going to ball out in Game 6 and that that's the power of the mind, and he really does. So, like, what stories are you telling yourself and what new stories, what realistic stories can you start telling yourself? You start telling yourself, like, let's, let's go back to the Tuesday shooting example. You start telling yourself, hey, I know my legs are tired, but I can still shoot right and just being repetitive with it and so the the activity for that is just like reminders itself like i can shoot on tuesdays even though my legs are tired i can right and just being like really repetitive and i know it sounds super cheesy but and it's not always about like being unrealistic with the reminders yourself I'm, you're not going to say i'm going to shoot my best right but you're going to still say i'm going to shoot well on this day i'm going to you know like it, it begins upstairs and if you believe you can you really are halfway there so again i appreciate y'all for helping me get to 100 subscribers and you know please give me feedback on the content what what do you like about it what do you what are you taking away with uh you know the interviews on wednesdays and then fridays me sharing my thoughts how can i become a better creator is it the audio i just want to make sure i'm improving and and really helping you know you sports coaches and parents and really bridging the impact to the next generation of athletes because i believe that you know sports has the power of really truly transforming lives and i want sports to be more accessible to people and i want to you know continue to educate coaches and parents to empower our athletes to be to have the best possible sports experience so they keep playing for as long as they can so they keep developing as people and i really truly believe that so again i appreciate y'all and y'all support you know of course my dms are always open every wednesday i drop the the interviews with great guests and and fridays i share the wisdom that i'm learning from the week all the bridge and pass that impact to the next generation so without further ado i hope you all have a wonderful weekend much love coach Ritado out